headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studio. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Thank you for being with us, America. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. The phone number is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Up first this hour is going to be Teresa in San Diego. Hi, Teresa. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Yay. Hi, Dave. Hi, Ken. Hey, what's up? for all you... Hi, thank you for all you've done for our family. It's been, you've been such a blessing, Dave. Sure. How can we help? Yay. Okay, so I have a husband who loves business, loves people, and people love him back. He he has a gift. He's gifted in strategy. He's able to see big picture, recognize steps needed for people to be successful. Um, currently has a great job, 15 years of experience in the restaurant industry, uh, but he's always expressed a desire to be self-employed, ultimately. Um I need to know what I should do as his partner to encourage him um, to go out on his own. Uh, He really, if unleashed, could just be such a blessing to so many people. Um, So I don't know what that should look like or how, or, you know, where do we start? Um, Does he have an actual idea or two or three? Uh, Ken, it's, it's unbelievable. Like just living our daily lives, just going out and, um, going on vacation, he just came back from California, um, visiting family. Within that week's time, he had three different people um, ask for him to look at their numbers and actually be a, be a board member on some of these on, in, the, in these businesses. So it's it's like, does that answer your question? I'm no, sorry. does he have a, a no, no, what, you're what, great. What kind of business? <laughs> yeah, like does he have an actual idea or two that he's talked with you about that he hasn't pulled the trigger on? A specific business um, idea. I would say consulting. I mean, uh, he loves business. He loves helping right. people succeed. So what, currently he's in the restaurant industry mm-hmm. and is um, loving it. He loves, has a passion for industry, but he has a passion for people. So, sure. I mean, what did he say it, to yeah. the board offers? Did he say yes, or I'll get back to you, or I want to talk it, it over with the wife? Well, it's current. He would always talk things over with me. He's very wise. <laughs> yes. uh, but, uh, yeah, but um, it's, that's why I'm kind of calling because he, he enjoys the job he has, but it would be, you know, do I. Okay. So if, if I were talking, yes, he should, he should absolutely explore those board opportunities specifically if they're paid. Uh, But even if they're not, if it gets him an opportunity to come in, even as a board member and begin to practice advising outside of what he already knows, it's a wonderful way to get his feet wet and kind of ease into what could my future look like. I would absolutely explore those. So I'd go home and go, hey, uh, when he comes home, I said, I I think you should explore these things and look into these things uh, as an opportunity. The, The second thing is, is I would ask him point blank, just in your normal conversation, uh, what what would need to be true for him to start his own consulting business? Begin just having conversations with the two of you, not high pressure, I really want you to do this, but just begin to hear his heart, and he's going to begin to share with you uh, what could hold him back or what is holding him back. I and as his, you. Oh, good. Tell me. I what is, tell what's holding him is, back? It's um, financial stability. So, as I said, currently has a great job, um, and he doesn't know what that would look like because his first and foremost concern is to be 
a great provider for sure. his family. So what if? Um, so here's what you say to him: What if you were to do this on the side? You can consult on the side. And he knows about okay. how many hours or days, and based on his he other responsibilities. Kind of great. Well, he needs that. to do more of it. What do you mean, kind of? Okay. What's well, kind of? Um, having conversations. There, he has signed um, some NDAs so that that's not consulting. That's having coffee. Okay. <laughs> Is he getting paid? No, and that's why I'm asking. Okay, like, then that's not consulting. So he has to get paid. Okay. And so here's here's how you help okay. him with this how provider gap. I'm going to tell you. Okay. First of all, he, he talks to these people that want him as a board member, and he finds out, is it a paid board opportunity? Yeah. I've got several friends who are paid board members. They show up a couple meetings a year, they're on call, and they make a nice, right. decent chunk of side money. The other thing is, is he may not be a good board member, but maybe he's a consultant for them. So if he's on vacation right. and he's running into these opportunities, opportunity is not his issue. What he needs to understand is, I can walk before I run. And so we want to mm-hmm. just start his consulting business today. Ken and he and starts I, getting paid. And then he stacks that money up. You understand where I'm going with this? He keeps stacking the consulting money up until he's got two things in play. Six months would be my advice. Six months of his current income in the bank of the consulting business would be the start. Okay. And the second thing is a pipeline of business. And then he's ready to walk. Yeah, Dave, you were going to say okay. something. Ken, Ken and I have... Uh, more than two friends that are mutual friends of ours um, that make north of a half million dollars a year on retainer with businesses, um, handful, 50 business, less than 50 businesses, less than less than uh, 20 businesses probably on, on the list. And they're on uh, an annual retainer plus hourly to uh, help them with strategy, to help them with people problems, to business coach them. And okay. they're, they're, they're great business minds, good guys, they're hustle, and they're both making north of a half million dollars a year. So on a, on a part-time basis, your husband could get enough of that kind of thing going on if he finally decided he was actually going to get paid for it instead of doing it as a favor for everybody. That's how, yes, that's where yeah. my frustration that's is. What I, that's what I, my frustration I, was. That's why I said he's not got a business. It's coffee. <laughs> Buying <laughs> coffee for people right. is not it. That's not the thing. So... Um, uh. The, yeah, and so if it's a paid board gig, that's advising, and you can use that in your resume to also land some of these retainers. But it's not unusual in that business consulting space, business coaching space, for you to get an annual retainer. And um, okay. then, you know, and he doesn't want to work with somebody that wants to give him five grand one time to fix mm-hmm. one single problem because business is never one problem. Right. That's a joke. Can I ask? Can yeah. I ask you something else, Dave? Um, some of these businesses that have come up to him um, are, um, like I said, one of them offered the the board membership, you know, and uh, but the other ones are small businesses. And I know that you've talked about like when you were starting out, you would offer equity um, as an incentive to to help. Is that? I, I think he feels uncomfortable. No, I, don't, I don't want equity. I want money. Okay. Okay. If I'm well, some of these businesses, okay, uh, equity can come later. Let's get him to a half million a year in cash. Okay. And then he's not got any barriers, right? He quits the restaurant. That, that's he, how I feel. Yeah, the restaurant <laughs> job goes away instantly as soon as that is, becomes a reality. And by the way, Teresa, if they can't pay cash for his time, they're not the right client. Yeah, and they're not. And the, Even their in the early not, stages? Yes. Yeah, I mean, the, some of these, okay. I don't, you, okay. I, I, listen, I, we're not, we're not, that you can, other people can dream. Right now, we want to do business. Right. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Okay. And yes, so, sir. Yeah. 
Hey, Ken, I don't know if you know this or not, but I have a rare position. I get paid to not be on people's board. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's where y'all want to be, by the way. That's where we're all trying to get to. <laughs> I serve on precisely zero boards, nonprofit or otherwise. And there is a reason. Because you don't do well on boards if you're always right. That's correct. <laughs> Coleman Ramsey, personality, number one best-selling author of the book Paycheck to Purpose, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. He's been called the best preacher in America. He's been called America's pastor. He has sold more than 145 million products in print. Uh, translation, most of those are books. So this guy has sold over 100 million books. Um, that's what everybody calls him. Uh, I call him friend. Pastor Max Licato is with us from San Antonio, Texas, with yet another offering. Pastor, how are you, sir? I'm great, and I call you friend as well, my friend Dave, and it's just a treat to talk to you. Well, you too, sir. You too. Uh, things are going well, I hope, over there. Get ready to see yeah, you guys just- in a few months, and uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're we're geared up. We're looking forward. I think it's uh, early November. You'll be speaking at our church. Yes, we're sir. already excited. Yeah, we're we're Can't excited. Wait. Excited to be there. It's an honor to have that opportunity. So the new book is "Help Is Here: Finding Fresh Strength and Purpose in the Power of the Holy Spirit." Now you've written on a lot of different things. Uh, why help is here at this time? Well, I believe that uh, our society is just worn out. Uh, A lot of it we brought on ourselves. Some of it has been sent our way, but look around us. Everybody is so weary. And I do not believe we're made to to live that way, and I believe we need much more than uh, just government programs or more education or more uh, neighborly suggestions. And I do, I believe what we need is supernatural help and that power comes from the Holy spirit. And so I'm, I'm on a crusade to, to urge people to tap into the only power in the universe. And that's the power of the Holy spirit. You know, the, uh, uh, weariness, um, we're, we're seeing that in a bunch of the metrics that we follow here in the money space, the mental wellness space, the career space, uh, weary, weary is a good word. Fatigued is a good word. And, and part of it is being angry is exhausting. It is. And people sure are, is. people are spending an inordinate amount of their lives angry these days. Are you seeing that? No doubt. And we, we are expecting things out of one another that one another simply cannot provide. And, um, you know, it, it, the promise of Jesus before he ascended into heaven was, uh, to his disciples, said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And I believe that power is 
power to make good choices, power to get out of bed, power to go to work, pay, power to pay your bills, you know, just power, strength. And, and I think we're turning to the wrong places uh, and finding the wrong results. And so I'm excited to get the conversation about the Holy Spirit into our, our national uh, conversation. Well, I want to follow up on that, Max, uh, because one of the chapters in this book is how to hear from God. And mm. I think that is probably one of the most uh, powerful questions a, per- a person can ask. I think we've got a lot of people listening and watching today that may not even believe you can hear from God. What would you say to someone who's wrestling with that all-important question? Well, the Bible says that, that God has a will for us that is good and pleasing and perfect. That's in a scripture called Romans 12 and verse 2. He has a, a will for us, a plan for us that is good and pleasing and perfect. And he doesn't keep that will a secret. Uh, he reveals it to us all along. He has been not just the God who feeds us, but the God who leads us. He guides us. And it is the assignment of the Holy Spirit on the earth right now to direct us. And uh, I believe that when a person says yes to Jesus, then God says yes to them and places within them the essence of himself, the invisible yet undeniable presence of the Holy Spirit. And he speaks to us through two ways, Ken, through the verse and the voice. (laughs) The verse is Scripture, the Bible, which is inspired by God, and then the voice. And the voice is that, that leading, that prompting, that nudging, that sense of right and wrong that we have and even increasingly have more the longer we uh, live with the Spirit and follow Him. So the verse and the voice, the Holy Spirit uses both of those to lead us. A pastor friend of mine says, uh, don't, don't say you went with your, my gut. He goes, don't call the Holy Spirit a gut. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. So you talk and about. I like the idea of following our conscience. You yeah. know, I want to follow God's conscience. Uh, and that's what he places within us. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the calming presence of God is how you talk about the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Um, I, I've often heard someone say when they're looking for that leading that Ken was talking about in that chapter of yours, that, that uh, the peace of God over a decision mm-hmm. is an indication you're in the, right fe- in the right area. If you've got a bunch of angst about it, it's probably not God. Right, right. And, and and because one of the attributes of the Holy Spirit is peace. The very first mention of the Holy Spirit in the Bible is in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2, where the Spirit of God hovered over the deep. You know, before creation became the beautiful creation we enjoy, it was, it was, it was angry and tumultuous. But the Holy Spirit came and hovered over it, maybe like an eagle would hover over uh, a flock of newborns in a nest to calm them down. And when, when Jesus was baptized, the Holy Spirit came in the form of a dove. I can't imagine a, a bird more calming, more presence, more reassuring uh, than, than a dove. And so the Holy Spirit brings peace. He calms us down. So if you're anxious today, all you need to do is, is offer a simple prayer and say, I received the Holy Spirit. Please speak words of calm over the chaos of my life, and uh, I think you'll be surprised at the at the supernatural 
uh, sense of peace that comes over your life. Uh, Max Lucado is joining us here on the Ramsey Show. The new book is Help Is Here. Max, when you write about anything, I know that 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 inevitably God works through what you're writing in your own life. Curious, uh, what experience did you have during writing this book? Well, um, you know, throughout my my ministry, I'm 67 now, so I'm getting kind of old, aren't I? Uh, early on in my ministry, I, I almost quit because it was I found being a pastor so stressful. And the Holy Spirit came uh, to me one night in prayer time and comforted me, and I sensed a message from Him uh, just to be to be quiet and to be still and to trust. And that has continued all these many years. And as I was writing this book, uh, I, I really sensed, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit gives gifts. Uh, There's their abilities to, to teach or heal or, or, or to bless or encourage. And the scripture says to earnestly seek the gifts of the spirit. So I, I began praying. I said, Lord, are there any gifts that you've not given me that I need to have to finish my life in, in good, in good fashion? And Lo and behold, a couple of abilities came my way that that I had not enjoyed so far. So I think God is ultimately a gift giver, and the Holy Spirit comes with gifts. And, And nobody is excluded. Any person, any person who says yes to Christ can receive abundant gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's good news. You always come bearing good news, and that's one of the reasons we love hanging out with you. So uh, well, appreciate it. Thank We're, you. You and I are overdue Dave. to hang out a little bit. And, well, uh, you know, I, I brag on you everywhere I go. I tell stories of all the people in our church who uh, have been, well, they've, they've come in contact with Financial Peace University or Ramsey Solutions and story after story after story. That's why we're excited that you'll be coming to speak to our people. Yeah, we're honored to. Pastor Max Licato, America's Pastor. The new book is Help is Here, Finding Fresh Strength and Purpose in the Power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, if you're weary, <laughs> Pastor has found, uh, found your recipe. You ought to try it. It's good stuff. Thanks for being with us, Max. Thank you, sir. All the best. Coleman Ramsey, personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Chris and Amber are with us in Hartford, Connecticut. It says on my screen, you guys are debt-free. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well done. How much did you pay off? Uh, just over 97000 Very good. And how long did that take? About 29 months. Good for you. And your range of income during that time? Uh, started at 88000 um, and went to uh, 120 Cool. What kind of debt was the 97000 Most of it, student loans. Um, about 80000 of it was student loans. And then we were pretty normal. Uh, car loan, some taxes, some medical debt, and uh, a little bit on credit cards. Cool. Okay. So what happened 29 months ago put you on this 
Ramsey way of doing things. Yeah, so uh, when we first got married, um, we had taken uh, financial peace and really worked the steps a little bit, but we're Davish, as everyone says. Um, and a couple of years ago, we really calculated everything with a student loan all together, totaled it up, and it was pretty gut-wrenching. Um, and that was just an eye, uh, eye-opening thing to really just get on the same page and whatever we had to do, we were going to get rid of this and change our, our story. Okay, so I, I, help me with this because I'm always curious about the the tipping point on this whole process from a behavior standpoint. You go through the class, and that doesn't do it. And you come <laughs> along how long later? A couple of years later? Yeah, so I think I think. What was the thing that pushed it back to the front in your mind a couple of years later? Yeah, I, I think um, we really, we really originally didn't. Um, have too much that we were worried about because in, in my mind, at least, you know, student loan was something I was always going to be paying off and we were younger and just, we knew the principles, but for whatever reason, didn't act on that, maybe shied away from it. And when we finally, I guess I can say when I finally manned up and really just took it for what it was and really looked at what my family was in, uh, I was done and I was going to do everything I could to get rid of it. So there was no single thing it just kind of creeped back to the forefront in your mind. Well, I think our our daughter being born about a okay, year Okay, there that we really, go. Really <laughs> All right, that, that, yeah. That's logical. <laughs> that makes more sense. Okay, then just yeah. generally wandered up into your face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, baby coming just got real. Yeah. This is like now this is real adult stuff. We got to we got a real re- your your why changed. Right. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you. I was trying to get my head around. It wasn't. It wasn't that the other was troubling. I just didn't understand it. So yeah, it's like it went from helpful information to oh, this is very useful now that I have yeah. another human being to provide. Yeah, for. yeah. I have to right. be like a grown up now because now we have a real mm-hmm. child here. Yeah, that that does it, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah, having a baby's a, a big time thing. That's wonderful. How old's your baby then? Now two and a half years, I guess. No, so she was. She was. Um she was born about a year before that so okay so you're looking at this little one-year-old toddling around yeah yeah and you're going oh baby yeah okay all right that makes sense very cool okay so then you drag the fpu materials back out and go through them again huh exactly yeah and in fact um it was helpful for me um you know listening to the podcast and doing different things but i was able to to teach fpu a couple times during it which was a learning curve for me because the more I got into it to help others, the more I learned and we could apply for our family. So it was, it was the more, the more I ate, the more I wanted to do it. Yeah. (laughs) I hear you. Well, the more you teaching a class, you you have to do it because otherwise you're a hypocrite. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's double, it's a double edged sword then. Yeah. Yeah. So Amber, I'm just curious, once you both got fully on board here, was there a real uh, tough moment or maybe a season of learning how to do this or was it pretty lickety split for you guys? Um, No, I think there was definitely a a learning curve for us um, uh, following a budget. Um, I, my profession is social work. I've done case management for 13 years. And so I was out on the road a lot. So I think for me, learning not to make my coffee at home and not go out and get coffee, what you know, those sorts of things were were kind of the the learning curve. What can we do to save money? Because mm-hmm. you don't realize how much you're spending until you actually look at the numbers there. Yeah, changes everything. Wow, yeah. very cool. Good for you guys. Okay, now you've done it. Ninety seven thousand paid off in twenty nine months. 
you're professionals, you've taught the class twice, someone says, how do you get out of debt? What do you tell them the keys are? Well, I would say there's a lot, um, but I, I think communication with your spouse or, or an accountability partner um, was huge. We had to get on the same page. We're very different around you know different things, and so using the Every Dollar app was something that was able to get us on the same page. Um, I think, um, you know, and we've said it many times, you keep going no matter what. No matter what has to keep going on. There's no stopping, you know, and we learned that the wrong way, you know, in the first time. Uh, and then the budget is vital, even when it looks overwhelming like it did for us. That's, that's, that's your key. You got to keep to it and tell that money where to go. So 97,029 months, did it go faster or slower than it felt like it was going to when you started? Huh. I think faster. I think as we got momentum, um, it seemed to creep a little bit at the beginning. But yeah, as you, as you got more momentum um, and with the student loans stopping interest and things like that, we just applied everything we could to that. And that was our opportunity to really get, get ahead. Hmm. Will you ever go back in debt? Oh, of course not. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Good Lord, he says, I can't imagine working this hard again. You lost your mind? <laughs> yeah. I love it. Very fun. Very fun. Well, I'm proud for you guys. You're heroes. Well done. We're proud of you. Very well done. And thank you for leading a financial peace class. We appreciate that from you. You guys are Absolutely. incredible. Very cool. How old are you two? So I am 39, and she's 38. Okay. 38. So not even 40, and you got rid of Navient. Oh, yes. Man, sure. that's a good third person to get out of your basement for sure. Well, Absolutely. we've got a copy of uh, Baby Steps Millionaires for you, How Ordinary People Built Extraordinary Wealth, How You Can Too, my latest number one bestseller, and uh, a Financial Peace University membership for a year. You'll be able to give that to someone as you're leading classes and gift it to somebody who needs to be in the class, and you can help them get started. And a total money makeover book for the same thing, to give somebody a, a leg up and get them started. Lots of gifts for you to re-gift, and uh, thank you guys so much. We're so proud of you, heroes. Way to go. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Chris and Amber, Hartford, Connecticut, 97000 paid off in 29 months, making 88 to 120. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt-free. Yeah! That's how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. Woohoo! Yeah! Love it, love it, love it. Very, very well done. Fabulous. Hey, guys, we are doing the Building Wealth live events in your city, and they're almost all completely sold out. We will be in Phoenix uh, co this coming Monday, the 12th, and it is sold out. We will be in Phoenix on Tuesday, and it is sold out. We will be in Sacramento November the 1st, and it is sold out. These are three to 5,000 person venues uh, we will be in minneapolis november the 10th it is the only one that has a few tickets left there's less than 100 tickets available for that so if you want to come out minneapolis you're almost sold out there san antonio november the 15th sold out so we will be there ken coleman dr john deloney me rachel cruz george camel 
It's going to be a lot of fun, Ken. It really is. You know, we we had a wonderful spring season, and you know, it's it's fun to see in all of the so-called political and uh, societal and economic tumult. We we see a great group of people there for one reason. They really are serious about building wealth, creating a new family tree, and it's electric. It's a lot of fun. Dr. John and I do a special session pre-event uh, that you may be able to still get tickets for that, Dave. I don't know, but that's a lot of fun, a fun conversation about anxiety and work and at home and how to win in both areas. Check it out. Passes start at $25. You can get a four-pack uh, Minneapolis for as low as $60. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash events. Scripture of the day, 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Thomas Jefferson said, On matters of style, swim with the current. On matters of principle, stand like a rock. I always get tickled when I see that. I I probably saw that quote 20 years ago the first time, and you think of Thomas Jefferson styling. Right. <laughs> well, you know, he was. He was. He quite was. The, he was quite the goat, man. Yeah. You know, one of my all-time favorites. I love that quote. It's so powerful. But yeah, he was a. Uh, you know, he spent a lot of time in France and Paris as an ambassador, and really was uh, quite the stylish guy, and brought a lot back to his home in Monticello. So I get it, even though it is weird to think of style back then. But you know, it's fun. On matters of style, swim with the current. Yeah, just roll with it. On matters of principle, stand, stand like, like a rock. rock. There you go. Got to love it. Got to love it. Founding fathers. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Jason's in Kansas City. Hi, Jason. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you guys? Better than we deserve. What's up? I figured. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I have a uh, quick question on a rental and uh, putting down payment on a rental. So my wife and I are debt-free. We currently contribute. uh, We max our 401k. And we currently contribute to our child's for um, to the child's college fund, and we are excited to buy a second home to use as a short term rental. And I'm your your, home, your current home sense. is paid for as well. It is not. That is the only debt we've got is our mortgage. Other than that, we are debt free. Okay. So we are wanting to know. We want to put twenty percent down. Mm-hmm. It'd be about a million dollars. We're currently saved up at about one hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So we're fifty short, and I'm trying to fast track that. So I wanted to know: Does it make sense? to um, stop temporarily stop contributing to the child's college and 401k we could pay it off or i'm sorry save about fifty thousand dollars in about a year um, you, you got the fever bad that short term you got the fever bad for this it's house. a good time to buy in a year dave <laughs> so you got the fever bad was a beach house or what mountain house mountain house okay. good old cabin yeah i figured yeah well i don't know if you're gonna do what we teach or not um because you got the fever. Uh, but I'll tell you what I have done and what we have recommended since I've been on the air. That when you do a second house, even if it's for income, rental property or partial, 
vacation home, you know, resort rentals, what you're dealing with here, um, that you pay cash for it after your home is paid for. I have a lake house and the first purchase I ever made like that was a lake house. Um, and, um, it's not the one I'm currently in, but, um, it was, uh, it was a big deal to us. Our home was paid for. We saved up the money. We paid cash for the little, it wasn't a very fancy place, but it got us on the water and we got it, you know, we had a place to go on the weekends. The kids grew up skiing down there. And then later on, we tore that house down or got rid of that house, gave, donated it and moved it and built another bigger property on that same lot. And that's where we were last weekend. Um, but, you know, luxury properties, if you even if you partially justify them with um, rental income, with resort rental income, which is heavy in management fees uh, because it's generally nightly rentals, um, and it's generally seasonal too. Uh, but the, uh, e- even if you partially justify it with that, uh, it's still at the end of the day, a toy and you pay cash for toys. Now, again, I don't know if I'm going to talk to you out of this. You sound to me like the words you're using, your sentence structure, you're pretty far down the road on this, but I would pay off your home first and then I would save up and buy my rental properties or save up and buy my, uh, second homes with cash. And by the way, that's what I have done. Uh, I didn't do otherwise, and I'm, I didn't do a different thing and then teach you guys different because I'm going to get you out of debt and keep you out of debt. Um, and so of all the millionaires that we interviewed, 10,000 of them, Jason, uh, we didn't have one that said, you know, I made all my money leveraging into my vacation mountain house. After I'd gotten out of debt and almost got my house paid off, I leveraged into a vacation mountain house, and that, that made all the difference in my finances. On the contrary, we asked them what mistakes they have made. And almost always it was associated with going into debt to buy a car or to buy something after they had almost made it. And you've almost made it. So I really would ask you to rethink this. Uh, but I'll say one more time from the way you're talking about this. I don't know if we did any good or not. It's hard. It's hard to back out once you're that far in. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you a follow-up on that. What, what's he really, I mean, how would someone, you've explained all of the financial piece what would you coach him with emotionally if he's going to actually do what you told him? How do you get to that place when you're already, you can see it, taste it, smell it? Cold shower. <laughs> I was waiting for, there it is, folks. That's good. It's the only thing to break the fever. <laughs> Take two of these and call it's, me it's in the morning. House, it's house fever. Right. I mean, it's just, because I do the same thing. I get, when I am purchasing, even to this day, um, when the vast majority of my purchases today are not, they don't move the needle. Right. But uh, in terms of the emotions of it. Um, but even that, I, like I get ready to buy a car, I get into it. Sure. And I'm studying it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, you know, the activator thing, you start seeing them everywhere, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, I get into it. And sure. you just, we all do that. Yeah. We all get, and the bigger the purchase, the more complicated the purchase the bigger the purchase relative to your situation. Oh yeah. The more you the, the the more you obsess about it. Yeah. And this in this situation is a true lifestyle purchase. Like he can well, see some million dollar. That is right. Second home. Oh yeah. Almost totally on debt. Right. I mean, twenty percent down is a joke on that. I mean, it's right. just not even. Right. It, it's hard to get the financing at that. But the uh, uh, still, it's just. Uh, whew, that's a lot. Yeah. But I mean, he's, 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 he's spent a lot of nights in that cabin in his oh, mind already. That's what I'm saying. It's, I would have, if it was me. Yes, sir. I get, I get all jacked yeah. up about it. He's and already found a breakfast place at the bottom I'm, of the hill. Hey, everything. Listen, I, <laughs> I, 
bought a new surfboat, a new Mastercraft surfboat. Oh. And I, I got so much dialed into that, man. I was so, <laughs> every detail on the website, every color choice, every little, de- new. I mean, you would have thought I was doing an $8 million transaction. Right, right, I'm right. just so dadgum down and su- stuck my head so far in it. And if you just told me in the middle of that, if my wife had said, you know, I changed my mind. I don't think we should do that. I went, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Because you get, you get into it, and that's just a normal human process. So I don't know if I know how to tell you how to back out of it other than joke about it and just go, it's human nature. Right. And, uh, sometimes you need to put full stop on a bad idea yeah. um, when you're in the middle of it. And I, I will tell you this. Um, you know, we have Pastor Max on, yep. and he's talking about peace, mm-hmm. the peace of the Holy Spirit. And um, there's a scripture that goes with that from a financial standpoint that says the blessings of the Lord have no sorrow added to them. And so if I can look at the situation and can perceive sorrow in the future of it, then that usually is telling me that's not a God thing I'm doing. It's a Dave thing I'm doing. And I got the... I done went and got the fever. You know, <laughs> right. that was it. I, I mean, I, I got the fever. Yeah, you know, you lived I just, to tell about it. I got I got suckered in to, by my own intellect, and I can, I can, I can do mental gymnastics and talk myself into something, and all yeah. you out there can too. Sure, we all can. We all do it. Yeah. And so it's a it's an interesting call to not poke fun at Jason, just to instead say we're all just like you. Yes, for sure. And, and yet begging you not to do this deal. Uh, it's not good for your family. So it's really what could go wrong. Oh, so much. And then you start to deal with that. And that kind of becomes that yeah. cold shower, hopefully, to go, all right, wait a second. The most high-risk real estate is being a developer, mm-hmm. developing a property in, in the slots or whatever you're doing with it. The second most high-risk real estate, resort real estate. Right. And Because if, if you think about it, resort real estate is luxury. And so what happens is beach and mountain, lake, they all go straight up when times are hot and straight to the bottom when times are cold because it's the first thing that people dump when uh, they when they're struggling that's right and 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 they buy it when they're flush and so when the economy's going zoom zoom you know my lake house will, will double some years mm. and it'll go in half later on mm. you know in value as we watch it back and forth and that happens with beach property it happens with you know, you watch the uh, 30A coast down there. Oh, been going zoom crazy. zoom for a while. Yep. But I do remember when there were towers sitting empty with wind blowing through them down there. The half the stinking place was on foreclosure, and it doesn't feel like that long ago to me. Uh, so you know, it's just it, it's it's very volatile category of real estate. Ken Coleman, good job, James and uh, Kelly, Andrew, Zach, Ben, and Austin in the booth. I am Dave Ramsey, your host. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember. There's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Dave here. We just launched a brand new audience survey for The Ramsey Show, and we'd love your feedback. You could be entered to win a $500 Visa gift card. No purchase necessary. Take the survey at RamseySolutions.com slash survey. If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out other great podcasts from the Ramsey Network, like The Ken Coleman Show. Are you doing what you were born to do? I'm Ken Coleman, host of The Ken Coleman Show, where I give you practical advice to help you discover your purpose and then map out a plan to get you there. From accounting to advertising, from plumbing to production, you were created to fill a unique role, and the world needs what you have to offer. 
Join me on The Ken Coleman Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.